Hey, horror fiends. Before we start this week's show, check out this podcast. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Maddie. Do you like horror movies? I sure do. Well, did you know that most horror movies are inspired by real-life horror? Really? Like what? Well, take The Shining, for instance. That's based on Stephen King's real-life addictions, or The Purge, which could be our country any minute now. Oh, and The Strangers, which is based on a real-life murder. People should be talking about these things. Hey, Guys. Oh, oh, hey, Producer, producer Michael. Michael. Oh, hi. Well, I hate to break it to you, but somebody already is. It's you. <gasps> That's right. We are Friday the 13th, the podcast where we talk about horror in real life and horror in media, all from an LGBTQ perspective. Because we gay, y'all. We are proud members of the Legion Podcast Network, and we can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Come along with us on this crazy journey, and as always, get slayed. If you're listening to the car and you're on your way home, we'll be in turn your around because <laughs> we're in your house. We're in your house. Podcast, a snack-filled podcast where we discuss all things horror. I'm your host, Mike. I'm Pat. I'm Dylan. I'm Jorge. And Dylan's coming live to you all from Silent Hill. Mike just hit us with that new intro. Bro, <laughs> bro, I'm over here like, oh my god, he said a thing. I it's said new. a thing. It's Was new. that the thing you were practicing it's last like, week? It's like, when they, yeah. it's like when the Catholic Church switched up from like, and peace be with you with that other bullshit they do now. Like, and also with you. <laughs> yeah, with you. They switched it up out you. of nowhere. I switched it up on you guys. Nice switcheroo. Did you say snacktastic? Was that it? Buddy, no, a snack buddy Jesus. Filled. A snack filled. Snack filled. Snack, snack filled. filled. Well, get ready for a snacktastic time then. I Jesus. didn't bring a snack. God damn it. I also God don't damn eat. it, Pat. Dylan, I've, do you I've, have snacks? I've got a bottle of water. That's a snack. <laughs> How's that a snack? Only, only, only because I have eaten Zero cookout calorie. twice. I've eaten cookout twice today. That's a trash ass snack. And I had uh, water. pizza and wings for dinner because oh God, I'm your, your a disgusting piece of shit. Your intestines are going to fucking hate you. His bottle's going <laughs> to hate him. Yeah. That all, sounds right, all right, all right. All right, my so. Heart is, my heart is currently on the receiving end of a uh, bad prison scene from Oz where someone's just getting <laughs> jumped. Uh, all right. Well, we're back again. It's week two of our October spooktacular extravaganza until I come up with a Y'all new name. Y'all can't get rid of me. We can't, can't get rid of you. Dylan is literally in a different fucking state than us. He's in what well, North Carolina, right? Yep, like like Virginia border, North Carolina. Yeah, so and pretty I, much I, Silent Hill. My, I've sent I've sent my podcasting setup um, to Mike. I sent it to the whole group chat if you look, but it's very. I'm not um, looking. No, it's, it's very. It's, uh, it's very NPRish. No, it's great. No, it's it's he's literally in a fucking brown leather chair. His side table is a lily pad. 
<laughs> is a footrest. Dylan's probably gonna fall asleep halfway through this podcast. I do have. A yeah. Foot are you? <laughs> yo. Are you wearing you a hear, rope when right you now? Hear snoring. You know it's Dylan. Wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Dylan. This is important for not only us but our listeners. Are you wearing pants? I fucking hope not. Uh, I'm wearing like sleep, like sleep shorts. Sleep and shorts. Big, Take them off. And a big, and those, a big pink crew neck. Take those pants off. You need to be in your undies. This makes I'm me uncomfortable. Because <laughs> he's not here. He's not here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got a fun I show planned for you guys. Um, My mom decorates her rooms just like the Great Northern from Twin Peaks. I feel like I'm in like God. a fucking... Yeah. Twin Peaks Hotel right now. Nice. It's just all it's all Native American shit. I'm almost positive that this house is cursed. <laughs> it probably is. You go into a house and you see a bunch of Native American shit. You're just you're just cursed. Pretty certain that this the place is cursed. Well, make sure you live feed if you, anything. Yeah, if anything happens, happens spooky tonight. You, yeah, when you I live feed it. Yeah, when I go to the pet cemetery tomorrow, I'll let you fucking know. Thank you. Aha. Thank you. But as thing. I was saying, we got a fun fucking podcast. That would have been a great segue later on, Dylan. It would have. Um, oh, wow. Okay, Pat, bitch about it and really give it away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a fun show planned for you guys. We're talking about The Void, and we're talking about It Follows. Two movies I think everyone here on the show loves. Except for... <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, no, George said fuck The Void. No, he what? said no, fuck I It Follows. I never said that. He said it right before we started. The oh, my God. Wow. Well, I'm kidding. We'll go into Jesus. that later then. Wow. Oh, my God. Dude. Uh, wait. Uh, so. You can't fucking so, joke around without everybody doing so <laughs> goddamn serious. So. We'll, All the way from North Carolina. There it is. So, Mike, how long ago did we watch The Void? So, we watched The Void when it first came on to VOD two years ago. we made a big stink about it. Has it been that long? Um, yeah. because yeah, we've been doing this show for almost three years now, and. Um, and boy, are my arms tired. Yeah, boy, are my arms tired. Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> we um we did a small review on this of this movie on our podcast way way back, and some um, people probably already heard it. Some people probably heard us talk about this, but we didn't talk about it in great detail as we're going to talk about it today. Because people keep going to episode one. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to episode one, do Stop yourself it. a favor. No, keep doing it, and don't do it. Keep doing it. Um, Just kidding. So we're gonna t- dive into more of that today. Um, yes. What else we got planned? I think and the first time we're doing it follows that we've been we've been real. talking about it since we started the podcast. For real, we've always talked about doing it follows and we've never done it. So it's, it's I'm finally shocked happening. you haven't done it yet. Yeah, no, the time has come. This really and it follows like started up the whole like indie horror film pop off thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever that made me yeah, want to do this. I was, it was, I was super explaining it to my mom and dad. Because they were, they asked me what movies I was doing, and I told them, and they're like, "Well, what's it follows?" And I was like, "It pretty much like sparked a whole interest in like slower, more nuanced, um, atmospheric with a real heavy emphasis on the score type yeah. horror movies again." Yeah, and we'll get more into that later, but yeah, like, yeah. yeah, and what what sparked from out outside of it follows, yeah. not necessarily overhyping it or anything like that. Because no, we're there's problems, it. but <laughs> but before we get into all of that. As usual, it's the news with Patrick Kilby. What, what do you want to do first? Let's do it. What do you want to do first, Pat? <laughs> uh, Netflix has a new series on, oh, yeah? uh, called Haunted. Haunted. Which is uh, real people telling real stories of their uh, experiences with the uh, supernatural. Oh, sounds great. I mean, actually, it's coming out um, this month, does it? It has a release real date. Real people. Real, real stories. Real. They must be horror. talking about their experiences waiting in line at Chick Fil A because how fast they get through those lines is indeed supernatural. 
ex- <laughs> bro, they have. People, I was like, where is he going with this? They have like five people every day at Chick Fil A sweating, making sure we get our chicken sandwiches. That's what makes it. Oh taste yeah, better. no, they're they're brave. They're brave. They have Chick-fil-A. 15 people out there and, making sure that you get your goddamn. And they still say, my pleasure. I'm sweating. My pleasure. Here's your sandwich. They better say my pleasure. If they don't say my pleasure, I'm going to be pissed. So <laughs> let's check out that trailer real quick, guys. So bear with me as I pull it up. because we... How do I find it? What's it called again? It's called Haunted. Haunted? Yeah. yeah. People say the houses are haunted, not people. I can't see it. Mike didn't pull up on the screen. <laughs> That's okay. I can hear it. I can hear it, but I can't say it. Sounds spooky. There it is. Whatever it was, became a little bit more aggressive with me. Oh, that was my phone. I couldn't take it anymore. I was by myself. I was whatever. It's played off. Oh, spooky. Oh, spooky things! No on the technical screen. difficulties here. <laughs> oh, hey, <laughs> everything's uh, fine. <laughs> everything's fine. Yeah, this is like um, this is like that thing we were watching the other day on YouTube, that old ABC Family show, or the, it was sci-fi, wasn't it? Oh uh, yeah, uh, haunted places. Uh, is it real scary? It, uh, fuck, I don't remember. It had Linda Blair. Yeah, that was spooky. So, <laughs> I forgot show. I had a slumber party with fucking Dylan. <laughs> This is like it's like so it took like uh there's a oh, show I told my already. Dad about the waffles today. There's what? The waffles Patrick made when he was really stoned. Oh. Oh yeah, you never told Oh yeah, we never told the podcast I made you fucking waffles. <laughs> that's so that's so nice. I did. Well, he well he was making himself waffles. He was just kind and courteous enough to re- to recognize that I all I too was in the house. Say that shit <laughs> wasn't 10 out of 10. Oh dude. <laughs> oh man. I'm I, still thinking about it. I have <laughs> never been more happy to not be at Patrick's house. I mean, we are a snack. We are a snacks enthusiast podcast. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I make the best that, fucking that waffles. Is, that is snack ingenuity 101. If I ever saw it, I am it never like eating the, waffles around any. And of I, ain't, I ain't giving my recipe. It was like the cotton gin of fucking waffle inventions. <laughs> I mean, are you making homemade fucking batter or some shit? Like, no, eggs. Hey, oh, eggs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Patrick, Patrick is the Eli Whitney of waffles. That's, <laughs> so I mean, like, this, I'll make one, and George has to fuck it. So this movie, like, or is. not I movie, it's like a t- it's a TV show. It, it's it's like it. those personal encounter shit on Traveler. They always yeah. throw on towards the Halloween season. Yeah, just with a higher fucking production value, like totally, like the reenactments. There's like blood print, handprints on the wall. Like it almost feels like it's just gonna be a scary Netflix, movie. Right? Yeah, and it's Netflix. It's that Netflix money, baby. Yeah, you can't you so, can't beat the Netflix money. It's crazy. It's apparently it's gonna October nineteenth, so next fucking week it's gonna be debuting on Netflix, and I don't know. I'll give it a watch. I'm not. I'm usually not a big fan of those, usually because they're so fucking corny. Yeah. Oh, especially the, the reenactments. Oh, they're so God. fucking corny. Um, but I think the one this is gonna be cool because it's like the production crime, value is better. It's like true crime, but with, with ghosts. With ghosts. <laughs> Ooh, spooky ghosts. I was I was in my house one cold evening and and a, the piece of bread. Flew at me, what and it's like the react. The react is like dra- dra- uh, dramatization, and it's like the bread is thirteen stories tall. And right, yeah, it's crazy. Wasn't there like a show the back bread in is like thirteen stories tall? Yeah, man, it's it's a big piece of bread. You gotta it's watch like out. That, um, it's like that sleep paralysis documentary yes. that came out that everyone was like so fucking hyped on, and it was like it was so dumb. <laughs> it was like kind of. It was like kind of weird at certain parts, but other parts I was just like, it's not as scary as I thought it was gonna be. I've never heard of this. You never watch. It's on Netflix. Like what, literally. What, wait, what is it called? It's called. Oh God, what is it called? 
Uh, let's see. Sleep. It's just about sleep paralysis. Yeah. Uh, it's called the nightmare. So the nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. It's called the nightmare, and it's about sleep paralysis. But the people who talk about it, man, they're like. So wasn't there a show in the early 2000s? Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't there a show about people that had sex with ghosts and told their true stories about having sex with ghosts? If that's like a show. Ghostbusters. <laughs> God well, damn did Dan, did Dan, Dan. explain his, his, his <laughs> So how I got Oh, the blowjob. Oh, God. The ghost blowjob. If there, there is was, a show there out there ex- about there ghost sex. Everywhere. <laughs> there was a show like that. I had to have been, or I'm just making it up. You're making it I up. You no, there's it. a show. No, there's no it. way there's a fucking show there's about show ghost that sex. wants to make. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like softballing like his idea for a show. No, th- this is how I, this is how I'll get him to pitch my story and see if they think it's stupid or not without them thinking I'm serious. <laughs> um, the next thing I want to talk about is something that um, they followed us on Instagram a while ago, and I actually hit them up because I was actually intrigued when I went to their website, and it's a this movie called Antrim. Um, and it's said to be the deadliest film ever made because it's cursed because. There are strange deaths that revolve around this movie. Like The Exorcist. Um, like The Exorcist, whereas, like, if you watch it, they have, like, a bunch of uh, film fest journalists that died. Um, so shout that. out to the sci-fi. Um, and then, apparently, in Budapest, where this movie was shown, the hotel burned down and 59 people died. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to play the trailer, and it goes over a lot of this information because the movie is kind of like what's being released is kind of like a documentary of the film with aspects of the film shown in it, I'm assuming. So they're not showing the full film. Was this like on the news? I don't know, dude. I mean, it could just be all hype and it's totally fake, but it's very convincing when you like go to the website and it's like it's actually pretty creepy. I'm sucked in. I'm in. I mean, um, I'm intrigued if it's I mean, even if it's not real or whatever. Like, I mean, no, that's, that's it, cool marketing. <laughs> no, it, it definitely is. Oh uh, God, I can't remember what the name of the website was called, but the website Try is Poops McGee. The the um here it is Antrim. Uh, I just found. Well, it. dude, I'm into stuff like that. Like, I mean, going back to when Cannibal Holocaust came out, and like they like the after the movie was filmed, they made the actors like super stay low key and not seen by anybody, or like yeah. nobody actually knew if they were actually dead or not. Yeah, like so, Blair Witch. Exactly, yep. like yeah. Blair Witch. Blair Witch so this is, this is about to premiere at the Brooklyn Horror Film Festival, and let's check out this fucking trailer because it's it's pretty fucking weird. How many people are gonna die this time? Uh, we'll see. Hopefully, a lot. <laughs> Seventeen people will die. Seventeen? I'm putting my money on ten. A small movie theater in Budapest, Hungary, burned to the ground, killing. 56 people who were watching the film. 56, not 59. I'm still going yeah, with 17. <laughs> the film that was screening was called Antrim. Antrim. <gasps> what does that mean? I have no idea. Story, Antrim. It's kind of the holy grail of underground cult films that no one has seen. It makes people very... Whoa, that's hype. Except for a handful of film festival programmers who are now dead. <laughs> oh, dead. no. Mike, send an email. Let's get a copy of that movie. I tried already. <laughs> <laughs> they said no. They said absolutely not. You'll die. It has to be screened, uh, has to be strictly screened with certain provisions in place. Make a fire hose? Yeah, like sent to waivers and shit. They actually believe it's cursed. Slade. 
forward. We have a festival of programmers who mysteriously died. Theater in Budapest burned down. Then there was the riot and trampling. Because I had heard the rumors. There's a lot of rumors around this film. There's a full blocked out woman in this No, not just the face. My whole body. Whole body. Because they want to be scary. Because she had big titties. Gets under your skin. What a beyond being scared. Something could mess you up forever. It's, it's bad to play. It can really play games with your mind. Because ah, not my mind. The human mind is lingering. It can even cause you to have a nervous breakdown. Why the hell did someone do that? No, it was like the work of the devil. <laughs> the devil. Went from my friend. Why can't it be God? I don't know. Why is it always shaming my my papa? There are dark elements in music. There are dark elements in film that can cause people to do things that they might otherwise not do. Things are happening to people who are watching. Things are happening. And it's like, if this is actually all true, who the fuck wants to watch it? Me. I Me. do. Yep. <laughs> or it could be just a coincidence. Some people don't think it exists. Some people claim to have yep. seen it. I don't think it exists. I think this is all just and a marketing thing. I won't believe it till I see it. it. Still even still there. So I am. Okay. So <laughs> long as I heard you not say anything. <laughs> well, I can't hear what you're listening to, nor can I see what you're listening to. So the best part of this whole podcast. That does nothing. Oh, that's cool. It's got a giant yeah. wooden dick. Oh, the, the, la the last shot is Belfamont doing its uh, its pose, and it actually, this is—I yeah, wonder if it's correct because Belfamont should have both. Um, Two penises? No, it no, should have a penis and, and a vagina. vagina. Um, and it's doing its pose, and there's just a giant wooden dick, uh, which is in a giant pentagram on it. It's pretty side. hard. It's pretty metal. So, like I said, who knows, man? If it's fake, the hype is real. They got me stoked. Um, I'm a skeptic. I'm stoked. I think <laughs> it's not a movie. It's not a movie. It's whole, not a movie. You watch this. You're going to watch this and nothing happens the right? entire time. They never even show you the fucking actual. I'd be so mad. What if you're already I'd cursed? I'd be so mad. What if you're already cursed? Does it make you more cursed? I don't know. <laughs> is, there <laughs> a, is, there, is there a measurement? Do you get measurement double of, cursed? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'll throw the link of that uh, in our notes this week for you guys to watch. But, I mean, check yeah, it out. You don't have to watch it. Uh, it's called Antrim, and it's going to be making its like debut premiere at the Brooklyn Horror, Brooklyn Horror Film Festival, like I said. And um, Brooklyn, baby. I mean, they hype it up pretty real, man. Uh, yeah. Apparently, it's in original 35 millimeters, so Ooh. that's cool. Fancy. Oh, is it really? That's awesome. Yeah, it's in 35 millimeter, and it will be um, like a documentary with the film and talking about the legend itself. So the film is actually in the documentary. So we'll see. The whole film? Whole film. Let's watch the documentary. Oh, Let's go to Brooklyn. Let's go Let's to Brooklyn. It. We got to see it. All right. What's next, George? <laughs> All right. The It screenwriter, Gary Doberman, has wrote a Batman horror story. And it is going to be, what is it, a 10 issue, I think, anthology kind of series? 10 Terrifying Tales. 10 Terrifying Tales is going to be an anthology. Uh, it's going to be featuring, you know, Wonder Woman, Superman. I think they're all getting a different issue. Uh, it's going to be written by a bunch of DC writers as well. Yeah. And I looked at the artwork. The artwork is floating around online, and it looks sick. It is very reminiscent to Scott Snyder's Batman run, which what is, is it really called, cool. Uh, what is it called? Cursed Comics. DC's, yeah, Cursed Comics Cavalcade. Which is there a it is. sick title. Dude, and, yeah. and again, dude, the cover art is that old school. 
that old school kind of Tales of the Crypt kind of style. Yeah, it's it's really cool. The uh, preview you can see it on uh, THR or uh, Bloody Disgusting has it on their website. If you go to the uh, to the the link of this um, this news. Um, and the art, like George said, the art's sick. It reminds me, it does remind yeah, me the, of the cover like, number Scott one Snyder. has like Batman getting like hugged by a zombie. It looks like his zombie parents in the Wayne graveyard. Yeah. It also says featuring Swamp Thing, Guy Gardner, and Zatanna. Word. So that's wow. going to, that's, that's going to, so that's going to be the first issue. It's going to be really sick. I actually, it actually came out this week, I think. Yeah. The first issue dropped. Yeah. So the first issue dropped today. It's Wednesday. New comic book day. New comic book day. So now is, is each, is each different issue a different story or probably. Is it? Uh, I think so. I mean, it, 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 uh, it's an anthology. It's an anthology. It says ten Very terrifying cool. tales, so yeah. there's probably be ten different people, ten different Very characters. Cool. Not only yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, Not, it's just one of ten stories in the one shot issue. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only with just Batman, but like Gotham itself, you can write so many cool horror stories. Oh, um, and yeah. and it's gonna include a revival of Jack Kirby's The Demon. Ooh, oh, okay. Someone we haven't seen in a long time. So like, I there goes my no- nerd boner. I haven't bought comics in a long time. But I might actually pick these up, phony. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would buy the. I would buy these for sure. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't pick comics up either, except for like independent comics. Um, but I'll, I'll definitely uh, pick this one up at our local comic book store. Hell yeah, I'm uh, gonna go pick it up. What's next? Sam Raimi. Oh wait, gotta do the bit. <clears throat> Sam Raimi. Hold on, gotta do oh, the bit. What's the bit? What's up with Guillermo del Toro? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Never, never fails. Never Guillermo goes away. del Toro, Sam Raimi, and uh, Jason Blum are working on developing a project on a new m- mobile platform. So, huh? more movies, more stuff for like their own streaming shit. Oh, they're creating their own streaming service. I guess so. Probably, That's kind of cool. Probably be better. That kind of um, that that leaves like an open door for them to like do their own shit and release it. Yeah, they're just without being restricted to the studios. I mean, it'd be cool if they just. Uh, did it and shut the fuck up about it. They just came out about it. So well, just do I it. I mean, uh, they're doing I it. I want to see more Sam Raimi stuff. That's all it is. Yeah, I mean, they're I obviously they're doing it. They just announced that they're bringing it. Just they're doing it. Do it. They are doing it. Do it tomorrow. It, those things take time, Patrick. You just, I think it'd be sick. You yeah, can't just build idea. an entire streaming service overnight. I, I could. Okay. <laughs> um, but or yeah, Junkies I, is going to be a new streaming website where it, you can watch... All things horror. All things horror. <laughs> <laughs> um, Snacks included. But that's stuck, like I said, because I want to see more Sam Raimi. And Wait, that's Del a Toro. genius idea. What? Let's turn Horror Junkies to a streaming site, oh. and also a thing you pay monthly, and we deliver you snacks. Oh, we we bring you the snacks. And we give you delivered. <laughs> yes. Snacks curated to horror movies. Let's yes. get a Let's get a Horror Junkies van. <laughs> Oh God! We call it the uh, junkie machine. The, oh my God! Oh, no. <laughs> Here it goes. Here we go with the great there ideas again. Uh, another great idea, guys. Something like real get your quick. heroin over here. Um, fucking Mike Flanagan is saying that the Doctor Sleep is going to be rated R. Will be. Yes. Rated R. That's Good. Very I really, exciting. Really, really hope so. Uh, it's slated. No for longer a, hope, baby. You, it's coming. It's coming. January January twenty fourth, twenty twenty. So we got. Another year to wait for oh that. Oh my god, I hate. And waiting. I didn't. I didn't know they were filming this movie until I saw on my local news station in Jacksonville that they needed extras because um, they were shooting a scene in the movie from. It was like a time scene from like the sixties or seventies. Oh. They were looking for extras. People could just show up, and if if they had a car from like the seventies or eighties, then 
you know, they would probably get used in the shot, but you had like dress for the time period as well. Oh, that's it cool. It was like, 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 like St. Mary's, Georgia, I think is where it was shot. And I almost went and did it, but I didn't know anyone who had an old car. I was kind of bummed. <laughs> nah, I mean, who just has an old car lying around? I have some Hot Wheels laying around still. That doesn't, old, that doesn't work, George. Ewan McGregor is, uh, I guess he's Danny Torrance. Yes. Yeah. That's um, very cool. It's cool. I mean, I'm stoked with this. Every time we get more and more um, information, I just I can't wait. 2020 is a long fucking time the, away. I have to read the book, but I, I for some reason I get like when I hear the synopsis for the book, I get like a a Dan Brown Da Vinci Code vibe <laughs> from like from this book. I know it's about like a cult sacrificing kids who have the shining or something. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. What the? I, yeah, I didn't know that, that. dude. If yeah. that's happening, that's fucking holy intense. shit. And yeah, I think, and then like uh, Danny's and then, like, like a one therapist. girl has. Yeah, and then one girl has like a really strong connection to the Shining, and the cult's trying to get her, and he's like trying to save the girl who has the the Shining powers huh. or something. So it sounds more like an action book than it does <laughs> yeah. a horror book. I mean, horror. But, I guess The Shining. I I, I don't know. All right, we'll someone see. someone put me in a coma. I don't want to from wake up what till January twenty fourth. From what I've heard, that everyone's read it. It's it's fine. Like they love it. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I haven't picked it up yet. I want to. <laughs> I'm there, excited. Is there an audio book? Probably. Yeah. More than likely. Yeah. Most likely. I'm gonna pick it up after I finish Pet Cemetery. Good. And then, uh, lastly, I think I think we got a couple things. Dylan, you had something you wanted to talk about in the news this week. I <laughs> did. I did. I did. Talk about my what? Huh? Ah. Talk about my what? You know, the thing. <laughs> You're, do do your do your thing right now. Do your thing. Oh, about uh, my thing about how I tell everyone that you can now pre-order the unrated version of the Evil Dead remake <laughs> on U.S. Blu-ray. Holy what, shit! What, what you say? What do you say? What you say? <laughs> the day is here. Why well, that can't be? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the day is October twenty-third. Ah, <laughs> not today, <laughs> but in like two weeks. Now, Dylan. <laughs> Yes. What comes in this uh, Blu-ray? What, well, what's in it? Oh, my God. What are we God. getting, baby boy? So, well, you're getting the unrated version of this movie. That Not only that. Boobs. Which gives you, like, five extra minutes of, like, scenes that were, like, in the trailer but didn't make the final cut of the movie. Amazing. I remember so apparently, it. <laughs> apparently, it's going to satisfy all the people who wanted more gore from the first movie, which, to me, I'm kind of like... There was a good amount. There was raining blood. A, it rained blood. <laughs> yeah, what is I'm it? What being, is it? Slayer not, playing in the background during that scene? <laughs> and yeah, that shit was nuts. That was I. I really knocking funs. Really enjoyed that movie. I really loved the remake of Evil Dead. I, I loved just watched it the other night too. Yeah, I love the original Evil. I, I, I own it. You want to hear my first experience with the remake? You went and saw it by yourself. Ah, uh, no. Front row because the movie theater was packed. Oh. Literally, the f- I was watching it with my neck up. That's I would have left. I we did. We got a different screen in a later time. Um, anything else that comes with this, Dylan? Like, uh, I know when it comes to Blu-rays and it comes to uh, yeah, the special the, features. The, the, you, get, you get two discs, but the first disc is only the unrated version. Okay. But the second disc, you get the R-rated version, which Boo. I mean, no, that's I, I, a good it's film. Not, it's not to have the option. But, I mean, it's not going to be like, I'm not going to let my kids watch that. They can watch the R-rated. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little extreme for toddlers. There's, there's, there's still, like, a fucking turkey carving knife in both versions of the movie. So, <laughs> deal yeah. with it. It's, it's, the second disc is going to come with the audio commentary 
making life difficult featurette, a directing the dead featurette, a unleashing the evil force featurette, and a being Mia featurette. That's so a lot all of these features. Little, couple little, couple little miniature documentaries that are going to go into uh, the R-rated second disc version, which sounds like a lot of fun. Hell yeah, yeah. No, I'm actually I'm thinking about pre-ordering this because like, oh yeah, do that yeah. and let's do a let's do a Patreon thing where we do a live commentary on the commentary. Hey, okay. <laughs> on the commentary, though. Yeah, so it has to be with the commentary. I guess in total Commentary Inception. Yes. <laughs> there's 27 major and minor differences between the two. 27? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a lot of That's a lot in, of differences. In, in an this is what we five do. Minutes. We'll, make, we'll watch it, and we'll make a video on all the different things. Yes. Compare and contrast. <laughs> Difference number one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a countdown. Uh, but that's sick, man. So what? Can't that's wait. That's what? Slated for October 23rd, you said, George? Uh, or October twenty third. October twenty third. So um, yeah, uh, pick up that. What's up, Pat? Speaking of things uh, being uh, R rated and unrated, produced Sony producer of uh, the new Carnage movie is uh, saying it doesn't need to be R rated. That's a fucking lie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Who is Mobius is next, by the way. I'm pretty sure. Oh my god. Is is he? Let's does he open the fail? discussion, boys. Hold on. No, no, no. Because there's <sighs> other things that are important that you just said. What? The producer the says Sony that Carnage producer, yes. does not need to be rated R. He said it with his fucking mouth. Has he? Does, does so he, he needs to fucking leave. Does, yeah, okay, the new right. Carnage doesn't need to be rated R. You also don't need to have snacks when you watch a movie, but it's so much better, baby, when you do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. It's so much better. So, open discussion now. Mike, have you seen Venom? I have not seen Venom. Dylan, have you seen Venom? No. George, have you seen Venom? No. Patrick, have you seen Venom? No. Okay. <laughs> Mystery person in the room, have you seen Venom? No. Okay. All right. And and uh, okay. where, where are you it's, going? I'm, I'm trying to, where are you going with this? Oh, that we don't we don't want to go see it. Oh, it's not that we no, don't want to go, go see it. I don't. No, I don't want to see Venom. Yeah. I don't want to see it. I want to oh, see don't. it. I, I watch it. I'm just not excited to watch it. Listen, I love Tom I'm Hardy, and I'm excited what he brings. I spent okay. almost $200 on the first appearance of Venom comic book. I'm going to go see this fucking movie because I fucking love Venom. All right. Um, it just, it just no, works that way. I'm not. I'm just not gonna watch. I'm not gonna waste my money. I will gladly waste my money. You if understand? Like it. Is it an IMAX? I'll give them even more money. And this movie's made money already. Which oh means, yeah, it's breaking. It's breaking records. Which means Sony's gonna back out on that uh, Disney deal, and uh, we're not gonna see Spider Man. I was getting really stoked. After this. I was getting. I was finally starting to have some faith in Sony. Okay, because they were kind of they were making something. moves that were going in the right direction. Because and they were in a, see this. Because they were in a corner, and they're <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, all these links came out, and we're losing money. Yeah. All right, let's make our so, money back. Nope. Yeah, let's put uh, Spider-Man in the Avengers movies and then take it back when Venom makes money. Yep. Yeah, nope. I mean, it's like I said, Fuck if you're going to make a Carnage movie, make it rated R. Please. Don't be stupid. Be. Like, Carnage, he, Cletus Cassidy, Cassidy is a ruthless killer. Vicious. Okay? Violent. Like, Literally. He is not a goody two shoes no. kind of guy. There, there's no there's no happy ending where no. he turns good. No. 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 Carnage no. gets locked away and then he gets out and then kills again. Listen, read Maximum Carnage, oh read Carnage USA, read anything yeah, with do Carnage. A Carnage USA movie. And they sh- really should. Oh my god. Um, even Venom, like they paint Venom as like this anti-hero and he's more villain than he is hero. Like yeah, he helps Park or, uh, Parker fight bad guys throughout the comic okay, yeah, series, this is, this is, but he's still Eddie a bad Brock, guy. They, it's Eddie Brock Venom. It's not Flash Thompson Exactly. Venom. Flash Thompson so was the anti-hero, anti-hero Venom, yeah. but Brock was, no. He was the villain. Yeah. 
Come on, he Venom Bomb. Can he creates a? F- I have a. I have a snack in my mouth. Sorry. Boy, he God. creates. What you eating there, baby boy? A uh, gummy worm. <laughs> I'm not allowed to eat my. Snack. He creates a fucking <laughs> Venom Bomb talk. and be- makes all of the superheroes in New York become Venom formed. I'm just. I'm upset. Yeah. And then you know, they, they should have. Then they have a third. And there's toxin. There's toxin. There's fucking anti venom. There's fucking hybrid. There. There are so many symbiotes. It's not even funny. Yeah. There's scream or shriek, whatever her name is. Oh yeah. yeah shriek. There's a. There's literally Let's a just name say this. Gamer. There's more symbiotes than there is Iron Man suits. That's that's, that's so true. <laughs> um, but I think that's it really for the news. I think yeah, we covered let's, everything. Let's get into. Let's get into. Yeah. The, let's get into this fucking real thing. Real fucking quick though. I'm gonna throw this out there to you guys. Are you looking for something grotesque to read while you're trying to fall asleep tonight? The fuck's going on? Uh, so <laughs> our buddy John, uh, he runs a zine <laughs> called Slash Dance uh, Hell yeah. Magazine. Zine, Slash Dance Zine. It comes in a cute little bag. It does. Well, that's how he ships them to me. He sent me all three copies, uh, and they are so cool. He talks about movies, uh, the mu- music, the macabre, art, uh, weird shit. Every issue is like, man, they're like 50 pages, and it's just filled with cool art from different artists, uh, interviews with certain directors on, on cool movies you probably didn't heard about. It promotes like independent horror movies. Um, he's got issue four coming out in the fall, and um, definitely pick it up. I think it's a monster. Uh, I think he was hitting at monsters for this next issue. So um, I definitely plugged him on Instagram today, so if you follow us, go, go check him out and follow him and pick up a book because they are sick, and it comes with stickers. Are they all in black and white? Yes, they are all in black and white, and I think usually there's pops of colors depending on the artwork or whatever he's doing. Yeah, I just I just came across um, a page that has a little bit of color. But yeah, I came across him a sick. while ago, and it is such a right. good read. It's probably yeah, one of my favorite zines right now. I'm looking at it. I'm li- I'm I'm right yeah, here with I'm, you. I'm like skimming through this right now. And there's a lot of fucking cool artwork in this. So uh, I'll plug his shit into our uh, notes so you guys can follow his page directly. But King like Burrito. I said, if you follow us on Instagram, <laughs> I post about him all the time. So I am not looking at it, but it sounds. <laughs> <very> <laughs> That's because you're in Silent Hill, Dylan. He's in our heads. I know. He's in our heads. Um, but I just wanted to plug that real quick just because he's cool and he was kind enough to send us uh, the three issues to get Super caught up sick. with the fourth one. Can so I borrow these? Thanks, dude. When I'm done reading them. Oh. I read fast. Don't worry. Uh, but other than that, guys, let's get fucking down into this shit. Let's talk about some movies. All right. Woo! What do you want to do first? You want to do it follows or cool, the void I first? I want to do the void first. Yeah, All let's right. definitely do the void first. Dylan, right. you ready over there? I'm ready. You got your water? Oh, it's not going anywhere. I'm ready. <laughs> it should be in your belly. That's where it should be going. All right, guys. So, The Void. Some of it is. Released April 7th, 2017. Um, VOD. It's been a movie since 2015. Uh, directed and written by Jeremy Galepsi and Stephen Kontinsky. Probably just butchered that name. And then, of it's course, fine. if you haven't watched this movie, it's on Netflix. So, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, seriously. Um. Before before they get rid of it. Before they get rid of it, please watch is it, this is movie. It, is it coming off? Uh, uh, no, probably not. No, fucking better. It wasn't on the list of things getting. Um, so just off. a quick little info. Uh, when Sheriff Deputy Carter discovers a blood-soaked man limping down a des- uh, des- deserted road, he rushes him to a local hospital with a uh, with a bare bones night shift sh- staff. <laughs> you throw two S's, I get fucked up. Uh, it's okay, <laughs> you're trying. <laughs> I'm trying. It's <laughs> all that matters, sweetie. As cloaked cult-like figures surround the building, the patients and staff inside start to turn ravenously insane. Trying to protect the survivors, Carter leads them into the depths of the hospital where they discover a gateway to immense evil. Ah, he said ravenous. 
Ravenous. Nah, plug. <laughs> plug. Pl- plug in our music video on Lol. YouTube. <laughs> in grade Ravenous. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I hate you. Um, I just sent you, I, I just sent in the group chat a um poster for the movie that pretty much I feel like sums up the movie as if you were to explain it to someone. It's really like an HP Lovecraft kind of movie. It's a picture of a chair. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. You got it's a hand poking through space <laughs> with some tentacles. Yeah. No, yeah, I definitely hand. agree. So, like, I guess, like, what is everyone's first impressions of this movie? I mean, we've seen this movie countless times. I think I watched it for the seventh time this week. Yeah. Like, yeah. this makes a total seven times of watching The Void. Um, Dude, it's fucking weird, but in a good way. In a good way, George? It, in a very good care way. Care to uh, elaborate on um, that? Just, uh, just from... Spell that backwards. Uh, just from the location of it and, like, just the ambiance that you get from the movie is when you're watching it dude honestly everything from the visuals to the soundtrack to like i mean going into the movie like the effects that they use and stuff mm-hmm. like that it's fantastic patrick you know i love this shit okay <laughs> <laughs> dylan what about you thoughts i don't think i ever talked to you about the void it, it, it i knew from <laughs> watching the trailer it was gonna be dude i it's it's so hard to explain like it is I knew from when I watched the trailer, I was like, man, this is everything I love about a good movie. I mean, it's got, it looked like a killer science fiction movie, but it also had a little bit of a cult flair in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you could see that they were using really good practical effects in the trailer. And just, it just seemed like a really dark kind of movie. And it just really got me going on all those levels of like things that I'm really interested in. Then I watched the movie and I was like, oh my God, thank God that didn't suck. Yes. Because <laughs> I was so, I was like, if this movie sucks, then I'm going to be really bummed. And I was like, it's, I th- it's a really, really fucking good movie. I mean, yeah. just. Yeah. I think when we first watched it, when, uh, when me and Mike were first starting the podcast, like, I was like, if this movie sucks, I'm killing myself. Yeah. Cause <laughs> like, I, re- I remember that conversation. <laughs> we were so hyped. Like, I remember when it, when it first came to VOD, like we we me and Patrick got together. We we had food. We we paid to watch. We got it, weed, <laughs> and we, we watched weed. We, weed, and we we just sat down and we watched. I got it, my and we were just day. like, "What the fuck is going on with this movie?" Like we could after the first watch, we were both just like, "Uh, what?" And then yeah. I watched it again, and I watched it a third time, and I think after the third watch. I really understood a lot of the storytelling and a lot of the how they p- really use the visuals and the sound effects. Like yeah. the sound design of this movie is perfect, and for it to be completely funded by like crowd, yeah, I was I was about to touch on that. Like, like there was a lot of people that felt that way because it was crowdfunded. Yeah. So like there was people that waited like what two years? I think it was. Yeah. Like I said, this yeah. project started in like 2015, probably earlier, uh, and it was finally made because. People were just funneling money to them. Hey, Dylan, you usually have the it's numbers. It's like sleeping the, on a nice dark cloud. It was like I under. I don't think the budget was released for no, this it was, film. No, it was like under a hundred thousand. I mean, you can tell a lot of the money went to visual effects. Entire they they put their money. They spent their money well. Look at that poster. The classic. Po- Come um, on. So it grows. Let's see. The budget, like I said, the budget's not on here, but I have like what it made. It made thirty mil. Thirty mil. What? Yeah. Oh wait, no. Just <laughs> kidding. Just kidding. They put an. Ex- no wait. They put an extra comma and it fucked me up. It made thirty thousand, <laughs> and then there's a fourteen for the date, so that like it fucked me yeah, up with yeah. the numbers. It's okay. But yeah, only made thirty thousand. <laughs> I was like, pardon me. How is there not three studio remakes already? <laughs> like thirty million dollars. Um, I think like. 
What I really the love about this cats like, would have had their hands all over, all over that it. Product. Definitely, oh, yeah. definitely. They had it all over it. Um, let's the, go. And, and speaking of that, but the directors didn't want a sequel. They Eight, didn't. Eighty-two thousand dollars. That's wow. their budget. Was crowdfunded. Wow. Yep. Uh, um, plus, probably like investors. Or investors. Like side and, investors not yeah. through GoFundMe. And then they probably got like a they probably got a deal with Netflix. And then Netflix probably paid them money. To yeah. Put that well, it says there. they only grossed about one fifty. Well, it so. wasn't released on Netflix originally. No, it was, it was VOD. VOD. Yeah. yeah. You had to. You had it was to pay. VOD, but then it went. They had. You know, Netflix had to acquire it, so you know they. Gave oh yeah, they, they gave them money. Yeah. Well, now, yeah, they have money, but when it was first and I mean, released, it's, it's, it's been taken off and put on Netflix probably three or four times now. Yeah, That's because very true. everyone watches it because yeah, like, there's, a bi- there's always a big demand for it. Whenever they take it off, people want it back. Hey, what are you doing? Yeah, people freak out. Um, what I really love about this, like, I love the beginning. So you start off in this house, you get a okay. shot right up to this door with this triangle that that's bleeding kind of with the, the paint, which I love. And I still want that triangle tattooed on me. Uh, cause I just Ooh. love, I love the shapes they use in this movie. They yeah. really thought about how Simple they use them. them. Um, and then we see two people run out of the house. One is shot the girl. And then she is then lit on fucking fire. Spoiler alert! If you haven't watched this movie, yet, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's a given um, we at this point. Spoilers. I mean, when yeah, the hell do we say much. that? Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I think people just know when they listen to us. Like, if we haven't watched this movie, well, we're just in for the ride. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like, her, she's lit on fire while she's still alive. So yeah. you hear her screams, and the other guy gets away. Who then and he's plays? Still getting like, shot at too. While yeah. He's running, right. No, no, he's not. The, no, no, he runs out, and then the guys are just yeah, the two people like. They're like these two country dudes. Yeah, who you find out later on in the movie they are related. That is their father and son. Um, and, they're, and they're trying to get rid of, and they're trying to fucking stop something. Which, if you think about it, is the same exact not not the way it was done. All actually, almost the way it was done. The premise to the beginning of the thing. Yes. Yes. You know, I've uh, pe- uh, people who are already who come into the story already having dealt with what the main problem of the story is mm-hmm. is trying to stop it one the the one example gets away and they chase it into the setting for the entire movie, movie yeah. yeah well you could say there's a lot of a lot of themes from the thing because like they're in an isolated location they're body not, horror they're, they're not in an isolated location i mean though. they kind of are because they can't they get may out. as well they're, have been. they, they, they are because of the cult followers the shots, who like the, the disciples are yeah. have surrounded them yeah like the hospital is such a like desolate area that it oh they feels like yeah because you don't see any other buildings you don't see any you just see trees and then the hospital so it, you're like, and that was perfect on their end for picking a set like a, like they knew like i said with their budget they had the house mm-hmm. the road and then the hospital and they used their their filming locations perfectly yes like the really atmosphere bad. they create even before shit goes down with that hospital mm-hmm. is amazing yeah like, like dark stormy night yeah dark now, stormy what, night yeah, yeah. but yeah, not only the cop, in our in the main character the cop finds him yes mm-hmm. and then picks him up and takes him to the hospital he sees he's all kind of fucked up and then he takes him to the hospital which is where you know the main setting starts to kick in and didn't um, wasn't the hospital in the process of being moved? They yep. were building a new yeah. one. Yes, half because there was a down. fire yeah. in the basement. So that's a good way to usher in like a skeleton crew setting of like there's only so many people because we are almost ready to move. Yeah. So we're just kind of packing up boxes and files and things like that. And he rushes the dude into the hospital, and then you start to get a setup for all your characters and stuff. And it's a really good way to like. The pacing is done very, very well. I, I it's agree. Because it's not a very long movie, but you get a whole lot of shit going on in one movie. And like, I, I have a theory on that. It's because it, the movie has like this dread, 
like dreadful feel to it mm-hmm. in the, from the get go. Yeah, right. and a lot a of lot things of- aren't answered and they don't get answered. Which is, which could be a complaint for some people, but I love shit like that. But yeah. that's that's very Lovecraftian. But it was, yes, but it was exactly. Satisfying at the same dread, time. It's a very heavy, dreadful setting. Yeah, thank you for saying that. I was like, the, yeah, the spark and interest of well, Lovecraftian well, I mean, this, films have been this, great. This is, this is this is this could be a if if Lovecraft's distant relative of today <laughs> wrote a wrote a, a a story in the musings of. Uh, his ancestor H.P. Lovecraft is pretty much what it is because, like, yeah. like you think of like you know, the Call of Cthulhu yep. is yeah. a cult trying to summon Cthulhu, and then you've got this other cult which <laughs> now, which is now getting a be- to be a part of the movie because the two redneck people show up. <laughs> the two rednecks show up when the cop goes outside and then sees one man in what seems like a oh, can we weird talk? Ed sheet looking. <laughs> Not oh the man, clan. no, not the clan. <laughs> but it's it's a it's a white it's a white yeah. cloak type of thing, two piece. I think the top piece is a second it's part. A headpiece, yeah, a headpiece with that black triangle. And I love the symbolism. So I love sick. the way they use the shape. It's the Illuminati. Um, so and, and you bring up that scene, so villain. Simple. Um, and I like I love that scene because Carter, the police guy, he is attacked by one in it. And they, they successfully that guy successfully stabs, stabs him. him. Yeah. So yeah. it shows you how kind of powerful they are. And when he gets up off of him, the red the red and blue lights turn on. Yes. And it's dude, it's just the most menacing scene. You look into the 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 oh, outer the, line of the the fucking woods, and it is just like and just hundreds of them. Of you know, it's like in that color, that use of color was so awesome. Yeah, because you have the the black nothingness of the forest. You have like their very vibrant white cloaks, and then just the red and blue flashing over it. It Dude, was perfect. Whoever thought about that, scene. whoever painted that scene, man, mm-hmm. it's an fucking icon- good work. It's a, and it's such an iconic film, but it it also depends on what like how you watch horror. I I agree. If you watch horror movies, and I'll say this the same the same thing about it follows. Like if you watch horror movies in a literal sense. You're you're gonna be lost in this film. Yeah, because this is completely yeah, out of reality. Go, yeah. they, so let's talk about some characters. So we have Carter, who's the cop. We have the two rednecks. We have the doctor. Yeah. We have Carter's wife, who works at the hospital. Kim, oh, ex-wife. I love the way you said doctor. No, no, no Kim is the. Uh, no, they're not uh, ex-wife. The they're it's his wife still. They're just. She yeah. lost her child, and they're going through some shit. Uh, okay. But they're technically they still married. They were divorced no, already. No, they do mention it when she goes missing. He's like my fucking wife. Like yeah. he refers to her as well. But that could be just because like he that, still has feelings for yeah. her. He's referring to so yeah. they're either married or they're I, not. I think, I think they're separated. Yeah, because that and that's, that's the beauty of the, Allison, yeah, and that's the, the beauty of this movie. Like Allison. the the drama that doesn't happen on sh- on like on the in the movie, they don't answer those questions. But you, it's kind of like up to you to build those connections if they are or not which is fine because yeah. like oh i i, I, I love i don't like i don't that. mind that but i also don't want like i read someone's like like you know their huge review about this movie and one of their biggest flaw their biggest like negativity like negative tones to this movie was that there were so many characters that you really couldn't get a good um you couldn't flesh the characters out well enough and i disagree totally yeah because i got enough of carter and i got enough of allison you got enough of characters that mattered. That in the mattered. Story. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care about the old, the grandpa. But you <laughs> he, still got. But, but you still got. A, but you still know enough. Yes. Exactly. About, about the grandfather, his granddaughter, the young um, Asian nurse. Kim. Yep. Kim. But, yeah. Kim, you got, you, yeah. You got enough about every character to at least 
know who they are and somewhat care. Exactly. Yeah. So like that's what I was saying. Yeah. I don't really agree with that person's like what they wrote because it's like I've watched this movie multiple times now, and even from the beginning, I remember being like, hmm, I got enough character background yeah. to make good decisions whether I care about this person or not. Um, but that's just me, and I love yeah, that. Yeah, no, and I feel um, the same way. Let's talk about that first fucking kill, though. <laughs> the fucking <laughs> nurse is just standing on top of the the, the boy and just stabs. Now, now, yes. rem- now, remind me. Now, remind me. How? Okay, so this okay. is a. Th- there's a thing it, it can whatever this is it can infect you right or it can make you go mad. Correct. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's either she, that or you've I don't know if you've it's had a to well, die no, because, and then come back. But because I, yeah. the the nurse had like when once they killed her the fucking tentacle thing was coming out of her. So which I am is a I am assuming to, that it does infect you, which is a callback to the thing. Yeah. How did she get infected? The doctor. Yeah, the doctor. Oh, yeah, the doctor's a. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, Doctor Richard Powell. Well, at the yeah, time you don't. At the time you don't know. You at don't the know. Time you don't know this. Yeah. So she gets infected. Yes. Or, uh, or she goes possessed in there, or whatever. Because they had like one patient in the entire hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just one. What a town. Probably no one yeah, has help. Well, no, everyone's at the new hospital. Yeah. Everyone's at the new place. Um, but that that scene where like she's. Like hovering over him with the scalpel, and she's literally just stabbed his, his eye. eye out, his eyes out, was just so fucking great. And yeah. okay, so what was it? Blood in her face, or was it like actual like her like her skin like ripped off? She cut. Okay, so the right? whole point of this, the, the whole point of this is that these cosmical beings, these godlike figures that are inside these bodies, so inside her, in I think her name was Beverly, uh, in and inside Doctor Powell. They aren't themselves. She says a line. She's like, "This isn't me," mm. and she starts cutting mm. her skin, skin off. Yeah, she says, "She says this isn't my face." Yes. Yeah, so, uh, and it's so funny. He's like, he sees her stabbing him. He goes, "Okay, I need you to calm down." And she goes, "This isn't my face." And he goes, "Please calm the fuck down." <laughs> <laughs> I'm freaking the fuck <laughs> out, man. <laughs> like for the love of God, I just got stabbed. Say him at Publix, and someone comes up to me and goes, "This isn't my face." It's it's Pound Town. I'm starting a fist fight. I'm, I'm square up. It's all over. I'm, if you say that to me, uh-uh. You ain't following me to my car. I don't know what. The, I don't now know I'm not what. a freak out Dylan. I'm going to come up to him like, this is not my face. This well, I'm going to prepare to get pulverized, nerd. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because I, I'm squaring up. First, first chance bet if anyone ever said that to me. So this man had a, the cop had incredible poise. Yeah, up he, until the firing, she didn't even get close to him, his ass, and he was like, "Nope, bye," and just yeah. pulled the trigger. My uh, favorite one was the reverse uh, Woody Woodpecker guy, the guy that was slamming his face on the. Uh, oh, God, when we get a, when we get into hell, yeah, or yeah, w- yeah, worse than hell. That was insane. That was so sick. So that's a question I want to post to you guys, and maybe our listeners out there who may have the answer, leave a comment below. If leave you have a the comment. Answer. Hit us up. Tell um, us your theory. Were they in hell? I don't think or so. Or were they in another they were in the realm room. of something that's eviler than hell? It's probably like the waiting room before you go to the void. Yeah, I was about to say like maybe like a almost <laughs> like a purgatory room? almost. Yeah, like Beetlejuice. Like well, in between. Yeah, no, no, it's the TSA line before you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I and I like like the waiting room because if you go back to the scene where Dr. Powell is re- talking to Allison cuz he's kidnapped her and he's yeah. implanted her with oh, oh, some oh, type oh, of baby thing. Um, he's we're, just we're jumping so far ahead. I feel like, oh, we're just jumping around. You baby you, you know better than anything. No, we just love to jump. We're around. jumping around. I just want to get to this yeah. real quick because it hop. like it kind of answers like him saying a waiting his like a waiting room. 
like when he's cutting his own skin off and he's talking, he's like, oh, I've done. He's like, and I will admit that, you know, my first experiments uh, weren't the best and I have failed, but uh, I won't allow them to die. So everything they encounter in that fucking room, like where they refer to it, hell, but we're saying it's something worse. Like those are his experiments. Yeah. They're the ones who caused the fire yes. in the hospital. Yeah. Um, so it is kind of like a waiting room because he's they're waiting to die and he's not gift since he's like a god he is this godly being now yeah that's why he's I not said allowing that. them to fucking well, die explain which is explain, great. explain the doctor and it's itself. purgatory Ex- so the doctor okay so dr powell who's played by excuse me I'm, i just had him up here ken oh god kenneth welsh he um she he lost his daughter mother and he refers to it in the in the, like talking to Carter. He's like, you know, I went to a very dark place um, when I lost my daughter. And he's like, you know, and I was lost. And he's like, the thing is, is, like when you go looking, you find something. So I believe he found like with this, like he found this supernatural occultist type of being because there's like sacred geometry that's all involved with all of this. And he just really got into it. He probably tasted the gray matter. And became the vessel. Like, he is the leader of the cult. Yep. Yeah. Everyone in the white suits are his disciples, and they are waiting to become like him. They are waiting to transform. And they say that later on in the movie that well, they're they're wanting to transform. What was that line that he said? I thought it was really cool when he was just like, oh, you'd be surprised what you can find yeah, he when said, you go searching. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was just like, that's so, it's so searching. And there's a lot of really good lines. Like, And I loved his fucking character. And I love like, him as the doctor because he's like, you're like, when you've seen this before, you're like, oh, you sneaky bastard. Yeah. And then when he becomes his true self, like, his body is all scarred up. He looks fucking awesome. Like, he, lo- you- he, looks like, he, looks like, he looks like something from, like, the Cosmos. Yes, yeah. definitely. I'm he like, really does. He reminds me like, of something else, but I can't put my finger on it. I've when been trying to think about it. When, he, when, he's pretty much, when he's explaining about what happened to his daughter, I mean, the the one line that he has when he says, I lost my daughter to the abyss, but tonight I'm calling her back. That could be the tagline for the whole movie. Yes. Yeah. It could also be a fucking is. black metal band. <laughs> because, yeah, pretty much. And it's because they, the, whoever wrote the movie, they really used an, like, like an emotional element that will really give you permission to go as far as you want to go for a movie, and that's the concept of grief. Yes. Yeah. And when, when a person is grieving – they are capable of wanting to do anything to get things to where the way they want them. And if it means get sacrificing your soul and your body to a tentacled cosmos space demon monster man. Hey, well, let's not, do it, baby. Now that you mentioned yeah, it, wasn't all. everyone in this movie going through some sort of grief? Uh in a no, in a sense. I mean I mean the doctor I mean the Ain't the that cop life was the co- yeah, yeah more I, so the cop I, and Allison. The cop, the rednecks, lost his family. Yeah. Yes, kid lost his throat technically. <laughs> yeah, God. that's true. Um, I mean, I guess like there that is occurring. Kim like lost a, her other job. At the like other a hospital. theme like that's going through the movie is like you know everyone is going through something. I wouldn't say it's grief, um, but they are definitely experiencing challenges in their life. Yeah. So I mean that could be something. The thing is like you really don't know, like that's what's cool they, about this they, movie. Like in the scene where Carter and the uh, the dad, the redneck dad that has fought this before, like he's searching like the uh, the lockbox and he finds all the photos of dead bodies and the door and the the occultists wearing the things. Like that's when you figure out that oh shit, the doctors the doctors involved. <laughs> like yeah. he's something. Um, 
One thing I would like to see, I know they don't want to do a sequel, and I'm not asking for a sequel. Um, I, I would love to see more expansion of this and of the world they kind of created. Ooh, I feel like you yeah. can do so much with this, like what they've created versus like, even if it's like writing a book or something, like, I don't know, like graphic novel or, or graphic novel. I think that would be really good too, especially with the type of art that we've seen be created for this movie. Yeah. Um, just exploring, you know, the ending is such a big cliffhanger. I love it though. Like, I love it. Like, yeah. It's one of those, like it's a cliffhanger, but, the, but I'm not upset. No, no, you're like, not. Well, I'm just the writers, like, the the writers wanted to leave. They intentionally leave the Black Pyramid for a uh, as for a cult mystery for the viewers. Like yeah. they want they want us to have our own like theories and expectations they of want what it is and what cult. it does. <laughs> I mean, I, I would love to do that. Oh yeah, <laughs> especially if it's the cult that follows this shit. Fuck yes. Well, yeah, because like yes. you mean I could become a monster when I die? Hell yes. Like, I mean, is there snacks on the I other mean, side? I mean, let's be real here. Are there snacks involved? Yeah, humans. And then we're here. It's humans. That's true. There are humans for snacks. Yeah, you know what? Something's crazy, too. And, like, I I, I bring up the uh, the Lovecraftian vibe here, and I actually just found this article where it said the writers of the film say they were inspired by Guillermo del Toro. Hey, what's hey, up with him? Hey, what's going on with <laughs> del Toro? Yeah. Do the thing. Do the thing, Patrick. Well, he was, a, he was inspired <laughs> by Guillermo del Toro, who was working, he was working on the ill-fated at the mountains of madness when he hey. when he made the comment about wanting to do a, a lovecraft but in a way that no one has envisioned or seen before and i think and this I is really, it and it's it this is it yeah i mean it is it is a lovecraft tale written by the written by a modern man and it's from the executive know? producer of the guy from, who does the witch so i mean who did the yeah. witch excuse me so like how can anyone hate this movie yeah like who fight me who and if you do, if you dislike this movie, Casuals. I really do want to know why you don't like it. Like, what is like wrong said, with this movie? That I mean, is it the fact that they leave so many things unanswered? I think it's all the open-ended kind of like yeah. vagueness that they leave to. I it. mean, like because I said, like we're 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 answering for them, but I would like to know what they say. Like, what are your opinions? Like, why do well, you not? Let like me answer this movie? for them. No, <laughs> they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, like when they when they go, like you know, they go, "This is hell," and it's like the guy banging his head. Into the fucking pipe over and over again. Yeah, the and reverse just, uh, Woody like, Woodpecker. I like yeah. the contorted little spider-looking thing. The yeah. contorted spider thing. I mean, like all of it is so badass. That thing started banging that dude's head against the ground and cracked it like a coconut. Yeah, <laughs> that was like, like the visuals in this movie. They're so fucking good. They like chase like, them and then just drags them around the corner, and you're like, nope, gotta go. Like you see you later. And hardly anything was CGI. All no, of the all monsters, was the gore, everything's was real effects created by the by 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 a team. I mean, so you know, and you know what's funny too is that everyone will compare this to the thing because of the monsters and the practical effects but it's his but own thing like this but movie no but a lot a, thing. A, but a lot of people compare it to prince of darkness yeah i i've seen i've read about that it just because it's the Which, cosmical godlike well it's not in the, it's uh, well i mean if you think about it the if you if you look at the both the stories like bare bones it's pretty much uh, it's characters under siege by a cult yeah in a confined environment containing a supernatural ent- entity and a portal to another world, and the lead character sacrifices himself by pushing an evil entity back through said portal. That is literally Prince of Darkness. That's Prince of Darkness. Yeah. That's yeah. Prince of Darkness. Yeah. Uh, just the, done in a is, crazier way, I think, too. Because, I mean, yeah. Prince of Darkness really dealt with, like, ghost more so. Oh, than spooky ghosts. It, it, dealt, it dealt with spooky ghosts. I, uh, thought, I thought Prince of Darkness was aliens. No, no, it's ghost. Spooky okay, ghosts. well, I, I still haven't seen it. Yeah, it it, it, it it's it's a spectral realm that you can kind of get that alien vibe for, but there's like this crazy like almost like uh, Ghostbusters 
type of like uh, ooze that's involved as well. It's pretty crazy watch if you ever watched Prince of Darkness. It's 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 a weird ghost. It's movie. a it's a good show. It's a good one. Uh-huh. I love um, the tagline for the movie where there is a hell. This is worse. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So like we know that we're not in hell. They just think they're in hell. Um. I mean, is no, there, I mean, like, well how what was that? They might as well be. They yeah. You fucking when fucking his 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 daughter's reborn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my god. Jesus. That fucking thing was crazy. She was squishing heads so, like eggplants. Dylan, does this get the approval by you? Oh, does of it? course it does it. A I mean, thousand percent. Hell I yeah. mean, I mean the the scene alone where the cop goes in and finds his wife on the table and then like she's like so oh like God. beautiful and everyone's happy and then like the veil is lifted and oh, just God. like you just see tentacles on the operating table Literally. and like her. Her whole front is just bursted open. Something popped out of her, and there's like tentacles and and, like cobwebs all over the place. Like, she was some kind of like she was a vessel or something, husk vessel thing. And like, man, I'll tell you what, (laughs) nope. I'll tell you what, there there is not a happy ending for anybody in this fucking movie. Good, no, not at all. I also love that scene too, because like you know, as like shit starts going to fucking hell in that like room, like the door closes and you get that like pan out, yeah, like you kind of see everything behind like that like. Kind of like, what is it, like tinted glass or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I like that you get to, like, since it is, like, another realm or reality that are entering when they go down the steps into the basement, further yeah. down the steps, uh, we see, we we build more on uh, the char- the dad and son character, and you see that they are connected, because in the beginning, they don't say that they're related. He goes, oh, that kid lost his whole family. Oh, yeah, they do um, a flashback, don't they? They do a flashback to the scene, and he's like, you should have protected them. This is your fault. And he goes to like kill the kid because like apparently the, I'm assuming the kid was there. They were killed. And yeah. He did nothing about it, but got sliced in the throat. Um, and I really love that. Like they added that element to it because you kind of wonder throughout the movie, like what the fuck is their story? Like why are these two guys like hunting these 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 cult members? Like what the fuck's going on? Because they're yeah. spooky. But you you learn more that you know they killed their family. Let's revisit this movie three years from now. Three years from now, we'll revisit this movie. <laughs> um, I see love what we it. say then. Uh, yeah, um, this is always on my top list. Yeah. I mean, no, though is... I may not say it is, uh, it's just it's always there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've watched like it's in the shadows times. of your list. For me, it's got a high rewatchability. Like Definitely. you're you're even if you kind of like look away for a little bit, you're still intrigued because you're hearing what's going on well, in the background. Is, like, it's, one of those, it's one of those movies too that like every time you watch it, no matter how many times you've seen it, you'll pick something else up. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's just, what I love about that. There's just so much going on in the background and just like, even just like the dialogue, like when you, like there's a couple times when like they go like in like this really big speech mm-hmm. and like you could literally sit there and tear each one of them apart and you would just learn so much more from it. It's That's why it's fun to watch this movie. Yeah, it's seriously. That's why it's a good it's movie. A lot like, it's uh, to, to to piggyback on George's um, thing about the dialogue, which I totally agree with. It's one of those movies where it's like the movie Snatch, where you can watch it over and over again, and there's so many like monologues and mm-hmm. like certain lines that are written for certain characters that you can that you'll memorize and that you'll pick apart and that you'll always remember. And like this movie has that. Yeah. But it, but it also carries that visually, like. The first monster scene where the monster comes out, comes out of the nurse and then comes down the hall and then like kills the one cop and like shoves its tentacles through the dude's mouth and oh, eyes God, and like I... starts fucking killing him. So good. And then the dude, and then the, they have to like hack at the monster and shoot it. That that's etched in my brain. Like the uh, Kim, the nurse hiding 
Oh, from that was a, the, the, I love the deranged granddaughter and the cult members that somehow got inside. His and baby, I will deliver his baby. <laughs> I know, very fucking. It was like Rosemary's Baby meets Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, meets, meets the thing crazy. meets fucking yeah. Hellraiser. It's, 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 this, my yeah. thing is, is like why I can't see why people wouldn't like it and why I would like to know their opinions on yeah. why they don't. It's because it really does have everything that a horror fan would want. Yeah, good story, good effects. Good scares, good monsters, good music, good atmosphere. Yeah. Just it's like got I said, all just, of it. It just depends how you watch these. I mean, we uh, also could be movies. jaded as fuck, and this movie could be literal trash, and we're just not seeing. We're it. just trying too hard to <laughs> like it, but it's really bad. Like I said, I've watched this movie now seven times, and I could probably go home right now and watch it again. What's your rating? What yep. I? It's a solid for me, man. I, solid ten. Solid ten. That's one of those movies that I'm going to put on before I go to sleep. It's like, oh, I fucking love this movie, and then I just stay up watching it. Because I just like exactly. it so much. It's just like, well, I guess I'm staying up. You got some snacks. You got some drink. The Void's a good night. Hell yeah. I gi- I'll give it a 9.5. Okay. Dylan, you going to do a scale today or no? I mean, I'm just going to I'm gonna give it the old seal of approval. Uh, there it's it is. It's been stamped by it's Dylan. A must, it's, it's a must watch. And in my opinion, if, must you, own. if you can buy it on Blu-ray, it is a must own. Yeah, it, that's the only thing. I wish they would make more Blu-rays for this movie. It, it is, since it is an independent film, it is pretty hard um, for, to catch a copy. Um, I remember when they were doing the pre-sales, and they did a bunch of different... They did this on VHS as well. What? Right? Yeah, they did I some VHS that. releases. Um, so if you if you follow them on Instagram and Twitter, I think it's just at Void Movie. They do a lot of cool updates when they're going to be releasing like special posters, DVDs, Blu-rays, or whatever type of medium they're putting it out on. So it's definitely right. nine triangle-faced cult members out of ten. Nice, nice. Speaking nice. of things that are hard, it what? follows. It fucking follows <laughs> the next movie. <laughs> oh, equally as fucking crazy. Holy <laughs> shit! Talk about a movie that fucking came out of what part of their brain i don't know but i fuck with it i man first impressions man i remember yeah i have no (laughs) idea what george just said um i remember watching this one night um god years ago on netflix i want to say or me no i do i own it can't remember i saw in the theater the theater i didn't i didn't i didn't see it in the theater i remember patrick telling me about it so i went home and watched it and i said wow this movie's cool this movie is more than cool this movie is fucking a piece of art like from like again, the story, the characters, the, the set design. Hands down, best thing about this movie, the score. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Holy this, it, it, shit. It, it, the score itself creates a level of suspense that most movies lose you on. Um, it, it, it's it, the movie wants to keep you in a, in a in a somewhat dreamlike state with how they do the visuals. Yeah. And but like the music is what really is going to grip your nostalgic value for the movie. I mean, the visuals are very nostalgic in a sense that they have the old CRT televisions and like older clothing, but they're driving modern cars. Yeah. And that's something we'll talk about. And like, and like the clamshell cell phone thing, (laughs) it's supposed to be like something you'd see in a dream Yeah, because the, the, the director kept would have dreams reoccurring nightmares about a faceless and nameless thing stalking him. That's terrifying. He would have these dreams all the fucking time. It falls. So this is where he got the, the thing for it. So he's like, well, I had it in a dream. How can I make the movie like a dream? And I really feel like the score does that super well. And yes. Disaster Piece is a really, really good uh, musical. Uh, I think it's a duo or a group or maybe just one. I yeah. mean, I don't know how many people are in it. Yeah. And, and Disaster they did, Piece. They did. A, yeah, they they did, started from video games. 
Yeah, they did, they did the music for a game called Fez. Yeah, never heard of Which, it. But I mean, Disaster Piece, I wonder if that's a Slipknot nod. Probably. <laughs> I hope probably. so. That'd be so uh, sick. It's gotta brother. be. It's and, gotta be. Um, but I, but just, I mean, they, they, they did the score in under three weeks. Yeah. Jesus. And it, yeah, it, that's, it, that's, that's impressive. That, it's, that's insane. It slaps. <laughs> it slaps. It really does. <laughs> uh, for those of you who've been sleeping under a rock for the past fucking three years, It Follows is directed and written by David Robert Mitchell. And it was released March 27, 2015. And just a quick so you know, uh, for 19-year-old Jay, autumn should be about school, boys, and weekends out on the lake. Ooh, Ooh sounds nice. But wrong. <laughs> After a seemingly innocent sexual encounter, she Ooh. finds herself plagued by a strange <laughs> visions and an inescapable more. sense that someone, something, oh. is following her ah! face with this burden jay and her friends because she had to bring them along must yes. find a way to escape the horrors that seem to be only a few steps behind quit reading it's spooky <laughs> i just got spooked ah! i'm a scared perfect title for a movie like this too it, it couldn't be named anything else right you have no what, what else are you gonna call it sex demon Sex Demon, <laughs> which would work, I think. Hey, I would watch it. Sex Demon Massacre. I mean, and let's <laughs> do like, real quick before we even jump. That's that is something that has I don't think it's ever been done before. What? No, no. An entity of some sort being passed through sex. That's fucking S- crazy. It's just an STD. S- Ginger STD, snaps. Baby. Sexually transmitted demons. <laughs> I, no, no, no. Because Ginger snaps is where is lichenism, not like an entity that follows you. That's like, true. I mean, like, yeah, so, like we've never seen like this type of right. like paranormal type of uh, theme where it's like you have sex so willingly and then you know you can now see this spooky thing. Spooky transmitted demons. Spooky transmitted <laughs> demons. I like the I like the one where uh, she's like a she has a she's pissing on herself. The what? Fo- when, uh, it follows when she's in the house. Okay. And she sees it and it's in the kitchen. And it's like. Walking towards her and pissing. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. I, think I don't it, know well, why. I like the name. I thought you meant like she was pissing herself. And I'm like, I don't remember That'd that. That would be cool. At all. It's all about the naked man on the roof. Uh, rest How'd in peace there? to the tall man. <laughs> yes. Actually, rest in peace to the guy who played the tall man. Oh, really? we, we covered that passed. news on the show. We did. Um, oh. He actually passed away recently. Yep. Um, he was terrifying. Definitely. So. Dude, that scene where <laughs> I like, saw that dude. I was like, oh my God, they're in But nice color of red in this movie. So yeah, oh wow, yeah, the red, everywhere. Yeah, what do you guys strong, think it is? What do you guys think what, it is? Valak. What it is? <laughs> yeah. What is Valak. it? God damn it! It's Valak. <laughs> the vampire or the or the nun? <laughs> oh god, it's true. There's James Wan strikes again. Damn it! No man, I I go with the vampire Valak. Fuck that. Oh, could do you think James Woods could kill the It Follows monster? <laughs> <laughs> yes. If he's wearing leather, he killed Jaws. He killed Jaws. No, he didn't. <laughs> God damn it, Patrick! <laughs> he wasn't in Jaws, Patrick. <laughs> um, no, Pat, but I mean, like, do you guys have any idea of what you possibly think the what it is? Like, what could it be? Is it is it paranormal? Is it a ghost? Is it just some otherworldly thing? I think it's just. I don't think it, it's a ghost. I just think it's just it in itself. But like a sucky what? A succubi, you mean? Is that what it's pronounced? That's the plural of succubus, oh. is succubi. Succubi. Is it really? So, like, it's syllabus, but it's syllabi for plural? Huh. You learn yeah. something new every day. You learn something new. I've been nerd. saying succubus it, this whole time because it sounds funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
I feel like it's um, whatever it it's whatever entity allows teenagers to get murdered for having premarital sex in every horror movie. So Jason Voorhees. <laughs> I think they gave the um, the rule if the rule was a monster hmm. and made it gave it its own movie. But I mean, like if you're going off that though, the you know Jason Voorhees literally killed campers who were having sex, basically. Well, I mean, a lot of, I mean, a lot of, a lot of, think of how many movies people die after having sex. I mean, true. <laughs> hey, man, can't stay on top forever. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Literally. Uh, challenge ah! accepted. The bottom paragraph. I've it's been literally hand, a succubus. I've been handed. So we're saying it's a succubus because. Succubi, whatever you want to call it. Oh, no, it. you can say it's it's a succubus. Because it's one. Because we're talking about one now. <laughs> Because in modern representations, a succubus may or may not appear in dreams and is often depicted as a highly attractive seductress or enchantress, whereas in the past, succubi were generally depicted as a frightening and uh, excuse me, as frightening and demonic. So yeah. definitely could be a succubi. I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna say like so I'm gonna say like Jennifer's body. That's like a succubus. I agree. Okay. I agree with that. I can see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would because say. Like, I would say, it follows. I don't think we're supposed to know what it is, and I think that's fine. No, yeah, I, I think, think it's. I, think it just, I just it love the feeling. Like what, what people think it is. I think that's fun. I don't it's, even. It's, 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 it's thing, more. It's more or less a character, and more so a force of nature. Right. Which yeah. Is, which is going to give it that that the one big caveat of you can't kill it. That's you true. Need, that's, you you no like matter what you do, and they yeah. and then in this movie, they really try. Really hard. They yeah, they do. Which I mean, you know, in a very you, teenager way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean that. I don't want to say teenager. That was pretty. It was pretty elaborate the way they they planned to kill that thing. What? They, put it in a pool. Put it in a fucking pool, man, and shock it to death. Like I mean, they can't shoot it. You can't. They've tried. Yeah. That thing eats headshots like it's nothing. Um. And the thing so, is, yeah. too, is like, what if the director doesn't know what it is? And like, that's kind of the mystery. Like, that's the fun mystery about this movie. The the director did say that it could board airplanes and fly to other countries. What? I would hate that. Yep. Oh, I would hate to see that. I'm never <laughs> having sex again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does say like, no matter where you go, how you know, however far you drive, it will follow you. Yeah, eventually. Like, Slowly, a, but surely. A girl's going to go up to George, and she's going to be like, want to come back to my house? He's going to go, how old are you, and are you cursed by a demon? Uh, yeah. I feel like if- <laughs> Is anything from, following you? If you've ever watched It Follows- here, I, Anyone in here, you can see that I can't. Yeah, exactly. I feel like the norm today should be like, if throughout horror fans, if they've seen It Follows, is like, all right, are you cursed by some sexual demon that will follow me for the rest of my life if I have sex with you? <laughs> It's like if, when I was young, I could uh, Check mark yes or no. If you say yes, please explain. Please explain. <laughs> How well, kind of demon? Because you know, I, you know what? That still wouldn't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. No, no. That you're still, still like stop oh, okay. I'd be like, that's what separates like, Dylan from hey. the virgins. <laughs> wow. <laughs> pussy's pussy, bro. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, I wish there was better quotes. Don't online. be that guy. Let's see if I can find some. <laughs> because this movie does have some pretty good. Like, that's not the jokes we say here, Dylan. Not so, the jokes we do here. So like the good thing about this movie is that since like yeah they are being followed at all times, um, one of the things I love about it is that it does have a really good script and the dialogue between all of the friends is really good. Yeah, no, at all times they're having pretty good conversations. I'm so happy that you put these two together because they're so similar in that way. Yeah, with the dialogue because it in in it follows it mentions stories and like stuff that happened outside of camera or like even before we got into the story. Same thing with the void. 
also like a lot of throwbacks to 80s movies and sound like both these movies are very similar in that way they're very abstract very abstract very atmospheric spooky (laughs) you you guys want to hear a a a a title to an article i just read oh god i could see why i could read it quentin tarantino (laughs) explains how he would fixed how he would have fixed it follows i'm interested boo how would he fix it uh there's problems it breaks its own rules a lot how is how so i'm not talking about that Elaborate, Why? Elaborate. You brought not, it up. If so you're going to say it, yeah. say it. What? Well, how does it break its own rules? Like, what do you mean? I was just talking shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it does I mean, it does different things than you normally would see in horror movies. I got confused with this in the void. Sorry. And then, um, God, I just lost my train of thought. I, I, I fucked you up. I could already you see did. a quote. It's a kid movie plan. It's something What does Quentin Tarantino say about this movie? Of. So, he said... he. He said that the director c- could have kept his mythology straight. He broke his mythology left and right and center. He's like, we see how the bad guys are. They're never casual. They're never just hanging around. They're always got uh, that one look, and they're always just progressively mo- uh, moved towards you. Yet in the movie theater, the guy thinks he sees the woman in a yellow dress, and the girl goes, what woman? Oh, so he's upset that the fact that it changed from a man to a woman. Like, Is that what he's saying? I, Is that what he's saying? Pretty much he's saying I that. I feel it, like he's it saying that it was standing still and not walking towards him. Well, no, because I think, like, I mean, it's going to walk towards you. Like, as soon as you notice that thing, it starts walking towards you. Yeah. Um, like, you just, like, at that scene, you just saw it cut, and it's just standing in the corner. What like, is it? Like, a down. shark, it has to constantly be moving, though? Um, like, well, it's always know. following yeah, you, so I mean. I mean, yeah, but they its never. Its main goal is to get to you, which I would love to see, like, really what it does. I mean, like, we do get that when it follows, when she has sex with her neighbor, and it goes to his house and kills him. Oh, yeah. That he was opened, fucking crazy. Oh, when it, uh, when it the just, door. and it disguises itself as his mom. Yeah, that's fucked. Mom, naked. what the fuck? And she was naked because yeah. everyone's always naked. They're usually she always also naked. S- yeah, there was a naked man on the roof. How did he get on the roof? <laughs> yeah, naked. Oh, man peeping was, Tom. Uh, <laughs> peeping Tom. <laughs> I want that remade. Naked man. Naked man. Naked man. Um. Naked men. <laughs> naked we talked about the colors man. earlier too, and yeah, it's, yeah. And apparently, they use the colors. Um. As a way of like foreshadowing and like alerting, yeah. When like, the, when, so it, when it would appear, it was like red or pink, I think. It like, was it, red, like red or pink. Used to foreshadow the like like an upcoming appearance of it as you know, and like uh, or the character's piece of clothing, whenever it attacks. Yeah. So like if you see red or pink, it's somewhere it's fucking near. around, which is yeah. cool. And apparently the director said that neither a condom nor same sex nay same gender sex would stop the monster. Hell yeah! I well, mean that's that's, good. that's cool. So inclusive. It, the, the monster does not discriminate. No, well, if a, you have sex he, he and is, the person is, is a, cursed, is you're, it's going to you. There's that ninety nine point nine percent on the condom box right there. Jesus. Yeah. So it's just if you have Soldier sex. Soldier versus the it monster. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's really funny is that you know, George, you brought up earlier that uh, the plan that they did to try to kill them was really kiddish. And the director actually brings that up in an interview and says that it is the stupidest plan ever. I think it was pretty fucking genius. But what do you think a teenager is going to yeah, think but like, of? Exactly. But like, I'm not saying that like, oh god, it was like stupid. <laughs> like it was, I was really cool and it was really well thought out. But like, he's it's like, something that like Scooby Doo would, would think of. <laughs> no, he's, he even <laughs> says that it's something that Scooby Doo and the gang might think of. Yeah. Um. Not all, these kids weren't fucking the kid from Home Alone. They didn't yeah, have like a labyrinth plan yeah. to fucking get him. It's like they were all they, they were pretty freaked out that this. Yeah, most of them probably didn't believe that this was a thing. That they were just like, "Oh, our friend's going crazy. Let's be supportive." And that's, <laughs> and I think they don't. They all have. Um, she has sex with one of them so he can see. Correct. 
yeah. the end. At the end, they have sex. Her and the other boy that's her neighbor. Oh, the, the squeeb. The, yeah. They have sex, yeah, and then squeeb. that's how the movie like ends. You can see it following in the distance. Like You the, never get rid of it. The squeeb, Whoa. apparently, that's but not a virgin. At least that, that yeah, they... talk, talk about the squeeb. Right, <laughs> yeah. okay. He's so not a virgin, like, but he acts like one completely. So, there, so there's like, I can't stand that actor, first of all. <laughs> yeah, he me too. Like, he looks like the fucking head spokesperson for Virgin Nerds R Us. <laughs> hey, man. Watch what he is. And, hey, it's called, well, it's called so Jeffrey's Toy Box now. A, this is the mentality of a horny teenage nerd. Yes. No, it definitely you're, is. You're, the, the girl you have a crush on is going through, from what you understand, a unknown paranormal attack. And the cool, like, rebellious teen guy that, like, is like... With the, the car. And with the car <laughs> shows up, and she's like, she's with him... And she's with everybody because they feel safe. And then they hook up. Mm-hmm. And he's jealous. <laughs> he's sitting in the corner jealous. I it's want that demon to follow me. It's so dumb. She's being, she's being stalked every second of every day <laughs> for God knows how long. And this dude has the nerve to go, well, what about me and my dick? <laughs> no, this is her elaborate. This whole movie is... You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> she, a, a, a woman, what does a woman have to go through for a guy to go, all right, maybe I don't need to get fucked? <laughs> you know what? It, have to go through? It's certainly not being stalked by whatever the fuck. It's it the ultimate be. story of getting friend zoned. It's like, oh, I can't have sex with you because there's a demon following me. God. <laughs> yeah. And it'll get yeah. to you if I have sex with you. Um, yeah. And, and then they have sex, and then he realizes, oh, man, I probably shouldn't have wanted that. <laughs> yeah, no shit, dude. But again, your dick will leave you hot and dry. It's true. Like your ass, like just fucking. And I think that that whole like theme of his character being jealous really plays on being a teenage boy and all this shit. Like it's just playing like he's just a stupid kid. But yeah. then I feel like no, because I feel like he would um uh, jump the age group here. It'd be the same shit. It'd be like some guy was jealous. Oh, yeah, so he can't have sex with her. Why don't nice guys ever um, win? But talking about the sex and really think is something like I didn't think of until I just read this. But this movie really um, has a few similarities with it, if you think about it. It does. Uh, yeah. Both movies deal with a shape shifting demonic entity that's relentlessly terrorizing a group of youths. The uncomfortable sexual George, don't break, undertones don't break the and like implications that. in the narratives. So, like as we were just talking about, like the title, the <laughs> fact that um, you know he wants to have sex with her, but you know. He's, you know, she doesn't have sex with him because he doesn't want to give the, the thing to him. And the same goes to the boy she actually has sex with. She's very cautious in the beginning of not wanting to have sex with him because she doesn't want to give this burden to anyone else that she knows. Except for boys that are surfing. <laughs> Except for, well, that's right. Know, like, she gives it to someone randomly on a well, boat. You know, well, you know these damn youths and their... And that new Harry Styles album is out, and they're all just getting it on in the locker rooms and then the P.E. rooms and every which way they can. And then now they're all having to pay the price because they got a demon after them. That's true. You you have a sexy time, you get a demon. What I just really enjoy is that we don't know what time era this movie takes place in, and it does call back on a lot of 80s stuff and stuff like that but, but then you see the more futuristic that's what, side that's what yeah. gives it the dream effect it's like yes exactly in place at any time so but like in a dream certain things like might not make sense like you could have a brand new 2018 car in the driveway but you go in and your house is all old black and white televisions yeah, yeah. Or like you know, and then like the concept of like oh all my friends are gonna come over and we're gonna watch old black and white movies like yeah. what who? I want to hang out with those what? kids, though. I want to hang out with you guys. 
Um, another you cool thing that, that we hang out with each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what makes you think you're gonna go hang out with fucking clamshell phone and the fucking nerd forty year old virgin? Honestly, I feel like they should make the clamshell phone because everyone would buy it because okay, the, the thing is so cool. fucking cool. That looked like the most complicated thing. To fucking <laughs> that thing around. was so- that thing was solving quantum physics yeah, in looked, less than a second. It looked a like goddamn it was a goddamn clamshell. That did not. That did not. With like paper white fucking text. <laughs> Cheap ass plastic. Yeah. Too. Yeah. It looked like a uh, birth control. Yeah. It did. It, it did first. I was like, is she just studying her birth control? She's or like, like, which one do I take today? Um. Another cool thing is like the final scenes of this movie uh, contain like several allusions to death and the souls of the dead or ghosts as they are commonly known. Uh, one what of the if scenes it's death in the hospital. Yara reads the following line. Uh, from the idiot, which is a uh, story, and she says, "Your soul will leave your body, and you will no longer be a person." Um, in the next scene, we see Jay and Paul walk down the street. The neighborhood is decorated with fake cobwebs and pumpkins, indicating the scenes take place around Halloween. And of course, we can trace Halloween back to ancient traditions of you know the you know Day of the Dead and the day the the time of the portal from this world and the other world is you know at its thinnest and shit like that. Yeah, love that. Love Halloween those. Town. Halloween Town. That's the whole movie. <laughs> Great fucking movie. Um, I just like this is the, the prequel. There's a lot of things. Jesus, like it follows has a lot of layers to yeah. it, and so it's, much more than the void because the void leaves a lot of things you know unanswered. But it follows definitely leaves a shit ton of things unanswered, like which, ogres, like ogres, like where did it full start? layers. Um, but I just like the the death illusions, like you know well, whatever I mean, hap- what happens to them. They have to re- they have to live the rest of their lives. So what do you think? And so. That scene well, where uh, she's holding hands with him and okay. they're walking away. Yeah, and that there's something behind him wearing a red shirt. That's it. it Do you think it? it's it? That's the it. Well, All right, is cool. it or isn't it? Is it? No, or isn't it? it definitely I mean, is. They kind of leave it open ended. Open ended. I like to believe. I it think is. it is. Yeah, and then well, they're just well, they're just fucking it? each other, and that's gonna follow them their whole lives. Yeah, and they're just gonna yeah. Because I mean, like, there's walking. no. I mean, like, I but mean, which like, one is it following? But there was the there was the big pool Confusing. of blood. In the pool, there was like there's a big, big old thing of blood in the pool. Yeah. So obviously they fuck something up. And if there's that much blood in the pool, whatever it came out of probably ain't getting out alive. Well, was it, what if it was a mental illusion? Uh, I don't know if it's no, that. because because it, 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 it's not mental illusions. The only illusion that this it whole movie is, is mental is, illusions is what it looks like. Yeah. But it can't it can't make you think or do things. What if yeah. this whole movie was a dream instead of a dream? It's a sequel in Insidious. Mm. Not Insidious. Inception. Inception, you dingus. Um, was, I don't know. I mean, a, you, could be, on, you could be on to something, Dylan, thing. with like the fact they maybe could have killed it at towards the end of this movie, and the, the thing we're seeing in the background is just a it's just a figure that's actually just sitting in their lawn. It's just it is used. one of the major themes, paranoia. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just yeah. to instill paranoia because this whole or movie is just about get, being paranoid. You're literally on sync today because you've said so many things that I was like just thinking of in my brain. It's so crazy. You know this is never going to happen I, again, Dylan. Yep. It happened last week. We were we were saying the same thing. Oh, like, shit, we were. Yeah, you guys we need were. to stop talking to each other for a week. Never. No, never. Okay, never. Ah, see? <laughs> ah! <laughs> Holy so shit! Weird. Um, my brain, the system. No, I, I really feel like the, the 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 ending is better off without a finite answer. Oh, it definitely because it gives you the question. It gives you the same. It gives you the same question that it gives you at the end of the movie, the thing, yeah. which we're gonna bring up a bunch, I guess. But I guess we'll just bring it up for every movie that's good. It's it's what's worse. Is it the reality that one of them is the thing, or is it the paranoia that they could neither be one of them, but mm. they're not gonna they're they're not going to act on that. 
It's like with this movie, it's like. But you can say the same thing about the, the void. Is that the thing following them, or is it just a random person? And a person, but the paranoia will not remain. And yeah, the paranoia remains, and that will have lasting effects, and probably for the rest of their lives, they'll ne- they'll always think something's after them. Yeah. And that's because, and that's a really well, like, and I think that I think that's like right on the fucking nail. Yeah, I and feel like that that is fucking like if someone is trying to create this type of story, like leaving it like that, where it's literally like a turn of a screw. Like you don't know, but like, is it a fucking is it the thing or is it something else? And like, do they even know? Like, do, do they know they succeeded right. or do they have to live well, their whole life paranoid? Well, that's that the thing. You ha- you have the pool scene. You have the pool of blood. So like. Obviously, visually, you're like, okay, obviously they like hurt something or killed something, but, you can't but then see it, but so you can't you don't see know. it. But the kid still goes, they have sex, whatever. Then he goes and like drives by prostitutes. They don't show anything, but obviously in your head, you're like, oh, well, he just. Oh, this to guy pass had sex with a prostitute. Yeah. yeah, to try to pass it on to get rid of it. So you're <laughs> like, they don't know. We don't know. And then the final scene, you see a dude in a red jacket following closely behind him, and you're just like, fuck. Well, that's what oh. I love about. That so if you had of- it, would you tell him? Would you tell your next partner? Or would you just I be mean, like, eh. I think it's kind of courteous that you would tell okay, someone Okay, I think you partner. would tell them because if they die, it's just going It just back comes to right back again. to you. So. And that's what I was about to say. Like, I love the mythology of this the, the thing because it's like, yeah, you can pass it on to the next person. But if they die because it gets a hold of them, it, it goes right back, back to one. you. So, like, like and, like, this, the plan, like, like, they had it towards the end, like, where he has sex with the prostitute. It's like. It's smart because that person is going to have sex with another person, with another person, with another person, with another person. So, like, it really builds, like, this line of people that it has to go through before it gets back to but, you. But think about it. It's never set in stone. Even if it, get, even if it gets passed on 300 people after you, there's still a possibility oh, no, no, that I it'll agree. make its way back. But so, like, you're 300 still people ahead safe. of you. Yeah, no, you're never safe. Yeah, and I love chance. The, and I love the chance. paranoia that it creates. So, and I think, like, but what, if, what if you're and both. And the paranoia is worse, too, because definitely. It's, it's worse because in the beginning of the movie, um, the the guy that gave it to her, they're at the movies, and he goes, and they're, they're like pointing out people that are in the line that are in, like, they're just like making commentary about people at the movie theater. And the guy goes, well, what about that girl in the yellow dress? And he goes, what girl? So he realizes that she can't see it, and only he can, so it is, it's the monster. So they get up and they leave the movie theater. Well, her and the guy had sex. So they're both now afflicted with the demon. If they're together, they can both see it as if it's a normal person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they don't have the advantage of, well, if I don't see it, but she does, then it's there. No, they both see it. Yeah. So they, they don't have that advantage anymore of, well, how do I know that that's a regular person? Yeah. We both can see it. So now there's oh, that element yeah. now too of it, and you know what's crazy is um a, the the it did so well that they were talking about doing a sequel. No, I know, no, please no. I feel like um, I do it. Um, I'm I'm not. I wouldn't be too upset with it. Uh, I I mean, look, this I is wouldn't what I'm want saying. it to it's ruin a the magic little thing, and it, what it did for horror. Yeah, it, yeah, it did open it a huge. Yeah, but think, yeah, but it's too late now. Ha- think about what Halloween did for horror. Yeah. Okay, but and we're how, not we're, we're not they, we're not here talking about Halloween too. We're not, but well, uh, <laughs> or three. But at the same time, like all these movies, all these great movies that have done things for horror have had sequels. That's yeah. true. No, you're completely you're, you're, you're right. Tell me, you're not going to tell me it follows is better than The Exorcist, and that The Exorcist had two sequels. <laughs> so no, 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 it had three. Three, yeah, yep. three, and a whole franchise. Don't yeah. forget about that. And, yeah, and, and a whole TV the, franchise. <laughs> yeah, which actually wasn't bad. But oh, 
haven't watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you should watch it. It's actually pretty damn pretty damn good. Um, so this is a movie I don't think it's above a sequel. I, I, really okay. I feel like it would I, ruin the magic of the first one. No, I mean, I can see where Dylan's coming from. I think that if... They, they can if it's the same team, only things. if it's the oh, same definitely. team. Oh, definitely, it'd have to be. Only, but does but does every other Halloween sequel ruin the magic of the first movie? No, no, never. you're completely you're completely no, right. No, no matter how many sequels there are, it'll never take away the magic of the first experience you had watching yeah. that movie. I agree. No matter Fuck how you, Dylan. Stop being right. Yeah. <laughs> You go to well, North Carolina and you start speaking truths. What the fuck's happening? What's this positivity? Stop. Because, we don't we don't like sequels. Remakes are nothing. I, I'm surrounded by rich mahogany in, <laughs> in a brown I'm leather in, chair. I'm in a leather chair. I am in the nicest setup I could ever be. I'm not in that hot podcast studio. <laughs> it actually feels kind of nice right now. It's great, baby. Oh, God. Um, but, These are going to do this every no, Wednesday now. I definitely feel like uh, I definitely feel like the movie could get a sequel, and I think it could take premise of what I just said. We both see it, and how now there's that fucking oh fuck factor about it. I definitely still I don't think they should go crazy with it and then try to spend all the money. Yeah, but it's also I, I wouldn't be surprised, wouldn't be surprised if it follows got a sequel, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Void didn't get an American remake of sorts. Ah. I mean, it's North American. I don't think you will get a remake of it. <laughs> you can't I, I, break I, Mike today. Don't break me <laughs> today, Dylan. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I could see it. I would, I, I, I would could. think that it would be completely dumb for the studio to do that, because it, it doesn't need to be remade, because it is like a good movie. Like, but they are, and but it, they are, and it's like, what are you, re, what are you remaking for? Like, what I, I are you gonna remake of it? I would prefer a sequel over a remake. Yeah, definitely. I would prefer them to go more on, and not even a sequel. Like, maybe just a, a movie that takes place in the same universe as with the events of the Void. Like, I'm not asking for them to expand more on their story, but more or less on with the Void. That is, expand on that world you've created. Where like, okay, I mean, cosmical things happen. Like, there's more. There, are, there are other cosmical things that could happen in that story. What about the origins I mean, they, of they, how they, the Doctor found? No, not I'm t- telling. Like, not even with the story. I'm just talking about like in general that world they built. It could, like okay. I said, it could be like Lovecraft, where it's a whole universe, but every story is separate. Exactly. Um, but Lord, for it follows. Contained, yeah. Yeah. So it follows. What do we guys give it? Uh, Dylan, you still have approval. What's up? I'd buy that one too. <laughs> I'd buy that one too. <laughs> I'd uh, buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Nice. Robocop. Great. We, we, Sick. We, great. Goddamn. We need that. Uh, we need that fucking. Uh, drop sound bit. Now. We need a sound bit of I'll buy that for a dollar. Okay. I'll buy that. I'll, I'll get that. I'll get that. I'll get that installed. Yo, did you guys hear? Did you guys hear that new Robocop news? I know this is out of out of fucking context here, but what's the news, baby? I don't so know. So they're do- they're doing a, a a proper sequel to Robocop One, the original '80s version. Oh, they're doing what Halloween's doing with Neil Blomkamp. Word. Oh, okay. Damn. Okay. I almost shit myself. <laughs> Neil Blomkamp is doing a RoboCop two to the original '80s RoboCop. You know what? That's a good trade. He's not doing because, Alien. Give me RoboCop. Give me RoboCop. Because, because they're gonna wipe out RoboCop three. They're gonna wipe out the RoboCop reboot with oh, Sam good Jackson. God. Oh God! I forgot Please that was a thing. Thank so you. They're doing a RoboCop two, and you know what? With Halloween, they're doing that. With RoboCop, they're doing that. I'm all on board. I am too. I agree. Me too. For, for giving for giving talented directors of, <laughs> of this generation a crack at a brilliant story that I grew up on that I love, which yeah. Halloween and RoboCop are definitely that for me. I mean, me personally, I want a Demolition Man sequel or some yes. kind of re- sort. That would be great. I, I, I could use that in my life right about now. 
But no, I actually, yeah, I saw that, and I, I wanted, I needed to bring that up because the un, unrated, the NC-17 version of RoboCop is on Amazon Prime. Yep, you get to see him shoot a guy in the dick. <sighs> yep, I yep. love that. Who doesn't want to see that? Who doesn't see that? So, uh, Pat, what do you rate it follows? Ten out of ten. George, nine spooky transmitted demons out of ten. Excellent. And I'll give it a 10, too, because I really do in third. Couldn't just do nine clams. He couldn't do nine clams. Nine clams would work so much better. Nine tall dudes. Nine tall dudes. George, your ratings are never going to be good enough for these two. (laughs) Dude, Dude, I work really hard. You hear me? Never. It's George's concept. Honestly, honestly too, it's like, you guys don't know. I hate positive Dylan. Dude, I come up with these on the spot. I don't pre-plan that. I'm I'm glad you come up with them on the spot. That's even better. The only reason I'm not today is because I'm not sitting next to Pat who radiates negativity. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't like argued my, with Pat being next he, to him, so he's actually kind of happy today. Yeah. Me, and him, me and him are both fucking two negative double-A batteries just radiating <laughs> off of each other. Just like, just conduits of fucking smart-ass energy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Like I said, I'm I'm at ease up here, and I'm, I'm relaxing myself. I'm actually, uh, whenever we get off this podcast, I am going to go take a nice Bad. shower, and then Ooh. I'm, I'm going to watch Near Dark. Ooh! Without Make sure you put it on the live feed. <laughs> live we want to see you in a shower. <laughs> live feed in the shower, Dylan, Dark. please. Okay, what am I, okay I'm actually going to have you guys pick. Am I going to watch Near Dark, Exorcist 3, or The Endless tonight? Uh, Exorcist watching? 3. Watch Done. Endless. Watch The Endless. What? Exorcist in the Dark. Dark. Watch Endless. Fine. You have all three <laughs> options. Now you have to choose yourself. George, uh, what? Near Dark? Yeah, yeah. Like let I let Kayla. I know Kayla's there. Let Kayla be the deciding factor. Kayla, uh, you're in the she audience. She can't even hear you. She can't hear you. Uh, <laughs> does Dylan pick Exorcist Three, Near Dark, or The Endless to watch tonight? She says Exorcist Thank Three. Thank you. Sold American. Okay. Well, guys, you've uh, we we'll see in the shower in the live feed. Yeah, you'll see Dylan in the shower <laughs> in the live feed tonight. That's uh, <laughs> do your do do a live feed. Uh, do it on review Twitch. of uh, Psycho. Oh, God. in the shower. In the shower. In the shower. Yes. <laughs> Bath time with Dylan, dude. Yeah. Jesus Christ! This show has been something else this week. Uh, no, just Mike has seen the shower. I showed Mike on Facetime earlier how big the shower he is. Did. I could put. A, I thought you I said something else. Bro, we're gonna start a new web series called Bath Time with Dylan. He's just gonna sit in the bathtub and talk about movies while like sponge bathing. Himself. Oh, it's like the all that bit with the French guy. Yes, um, but it's Dylan. God, <laughs> like I said, weird show, Even weird I'm week, gonna, weird movies. Perfect theme. Dylan in a nice NPR chair. Um, next week yeah, we are going to be doing a remote podcast at Screamageddon, so Ooh. be prepared for that. That's gonna be a weird one. That's our first time ever doing that. So prepare for it not to happen. <laughs> prepare for it to not happen. Nah, we'll figure um, it out. As I mean, always, as always, you know, drop us a review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at HorrorJunkiesFL. If you would like to subscribe to our YouTube channel, do that as well. Also, our Twitch. Yes. Uh, we. Oh, yeah, I was there with George. Games. We play video games on yeah, there. We get we're scary. More so we were on night. the chat room. And it was funny. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really funny. Yeah, everyone kind of shows up and kind of chats in the chat while one of us are playing games. So come <laughs> hang out with us. If you see it's Captain like all Snack there. Slayer, that's me. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is this? I'm like, this has to be Mike. Oh, it was me. I made that in like 20 minutes. Um, Other than that, though, we got like nothing else for this week. Uh, Nice name, by the way. What? No? No? Oh, thank you for the name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Screamageddon. We did our stuff. We're signing off. Uh, The 29th. 
I think it all we're sounds doing that thing. Good. Oh, on the 29th, I don't know if I ever if we did talk to this, but we're doing Director's Dram Night at the Courtesy Bar in Orlando. Uh, from 7 to 2 a.m., we'll be presenting movies by the one and only Terrence Fisher. Uh, so yes. we'll be streaming Horror of Dracula starring Christopher Lee. Uh, the Revenge uh, the revenge of Frankenstein, if I believe I said that one right, and then The Curse of the Werewolf. So, Ladies and gentlemen, Mike did that off his head. There's yeah. no notes. There's no notes in front of me, ladies and gentlemen. Shit. Be fucking Everything excited. Everything was pronounced correctly. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we this so, week? So come hang out with us. There's going to be themed cocktail drinks. It's going to be a great fucking time. Um, and then we have Spooky Empire coming up on the 26th. Ah, but that's 26th. not a big deal. That's not a big deal or anything <laughs> like that. But Patrick, uh, your, your dram night movie poster is a hit with my mother she loves it uh, <laughs> that's the wrong patrick uh, but okay loves that poster you drew that was can- she, okay that was yeah. canadian pat that's not canadian me. pat dylan oh canadian pat you yeah. did really good <laughs> it's okay but thank you it always hey, happens hey, our pat get to work you piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> um other than that guys as always it's been another weird hairy sweaty episode of the Horror, Horror Junkies, Junkies Podcast. Podcast. Horror Junkies Podcast. Horror Junkies. No, you're late. You're late, Dylan. All right, guys. Stay weird. Like I said, stay tuned to next week.